Hi there. Welcome to my YouTube channel. I'm your host, Praying Medic. Here's today's message. Welcome to Supernatural Saturday. We are continuing through the book, Divine Healing Made Simple. And we are in chapter 9, which is God's Healing Presence. In my book, I discuss a lot of different tools that we can use for healing. The last two weeks, we talked about power and authority and how power and authority are different. Power is like energy and it flows like electricity. Authority is the legal right and permission we have that God has given us. That's authority. So there are two different things. We talked about those. I, I talked about faith. That was the chapter before that. It was three weeks ago. How faith is like is almost like a trigger that releases power, that releases authority. And so now we're going into a completely different section in the book, and we're going to talk about God's glory. Now, I'm going to give you just a really short teaching from the Old Testament on God's glory. When Moses built the tabernacle in the wilderness, when he built it the way God asked him to build it, and they put in all the instruments the labor and all the bronze and silver and gold instruments, and they did sacrifices in the tabernacle. God's manifest glory, his presence, came into the tabernacle, and there was a cloud that was visible. You could see God's manifest presence in the tabernacle. That was how the Israelites kind of communicated with God. They hung out with him. They could see his glory. They could see the cloud. Interestingly enough, when they were wandering in the wilderness, God's presence shielded them as a pillar of cloud by day and as a pillar of fire by night. That was another manifestation of God's glory, of his presence. So God's glory, his presence, can manifest in the earth as clouds, as columns of fire, as many different things that you can see and you can sense. You can feel God's glory. You can feel his presence. Now, for those of you who had struggle with your belief in God, with your faith, this is a very, very uh, important message I'd like you to listen to. If you have friends who are struggling with their faith, who are struggling to know God, who want to know if God's real, I would suggest sharing this message with them because at the end of this message, I'm going to do an exercise and I'm going to ask God to touch you with his presence so that you can feel his presence and know that he's real. So that's at the end of this message. We'll do a little exercise. I'm going to explain how I learned how to do this, why it works, and then we'll do an exercise at the end. So this is a good message for people who are agnostics and skeptics to listen to because many times when I pray for somebody, they will feel God's presence. And, and we're not in the same room. I got an email from a woman a couple of weeks ago. She had sent me a prayer request. And I had missed the prayer request for a couple of days. I don't answer prayer requests every single day. I'm, I'm kind of busy. And so I, I, I answer them when I can. I tend to take a block of time, two or three hours, and answer prayer requests. So that day I was going through prayer requests. And I was praying for this woman. I just sit back in my chair and I look at the prayer request and I say, okay, if it's a sickness or disease, I exercise authority, I release power. Sometimes I'll dispatch angels to go and heal them. And 
most often I will simply ask God to bring his presence, his glory, and touch them and let them know he's real. Well, I did that, and I got an email back from the woman, I think, later on that day. She said, it's the most amazing thing. I looked at the timestamp on your, on your email when you sent me this message. And at the very time that I got this message in my email, I was feeling this euphoria. I felt this joy overcome me. I felt God's glory on me. It, was, it just hit me out of the blue. I was running my own business and bam, I felt this incredible, intense feeling of glory on me. And it happened at the same time I was praying for her because of her email. So I have seen people receive a healing touch from God, a manifestation of his glory, just from me praying for them. And I don't even know where these people are. They're on all around the, the world. I get prayer requests from South Africa and South America and all over. I have learned through practice that whenever I'm praying for someone to be healed, I simply say, Lord, bring your glory, bring your presence upon them. Now, Denise and I learned how to do this years ago. I had been following the teaching of a guy named Brian Fenimore. Brian Fenimore is a, he's a charismatic teacher. Brian was a student of John Wimber. And Wimber was a very gifted teacher on healing and God's glory. And Wimber was really big in, in the 70s and 80s during the Jesus People movement. And Brian Fenimore was discipled by John Wimber. So he was big in healing and manifestations of God's glory. Well, I had been listening to Brian Fenimore's messages on YouTube when I was learning how to do healing eight, nine years ago. I ran into Brian's messages and they really struck me. He was a really good instructor, but he also taught how, about how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, how to cooperate with God in his presence. And uh, getting back to, I kind of rabbit trailed here for a second, but Brian taught me how to ask God to bring his glory and his presence into a room. Denise and I started doing that. We would sit in a room in our chairs and we would be quiet and still and simply ask God to bring his presence or his glory into the room. And we would wait and we would ask and we would wait. And within a few minutes, every single time, I would feel this change in my body. And so would Denise. She feels God's glory like a weight pushing down on her. I feel this involuntary swaying back and forth. It's just a gentle swaying. Some people feel tingling. Some people feel a little bit of warmth. Everybody feels God's glory a little bit differently. But you can feel his glory. And so when I started listening to Brian and he was teaching how to do this, I incorporated that into my practice of prayer and healing people. And it has done some amazing things. I'm just going to be honest with you. Now, I wanted to go back. And I said I was going to teach from the Old Testament just a little bit. When Moses had been doing the sacrifices in the tabernacle, at one point Solomon built a temple. And they brought all the instruments of worship into the temple. And this is found in 2 Chronicles chapter 5. I'm going to read two verses for you. So they brought the people, they brought the instruments, they brought everything up to the temple for the dedication of the temple. And there was people there who played musical instruments and they sang worship music. Now, here is what 2 Chronicles 5, 13 and 14 says. 
It came to pass when the trumpeters and the singers were as one to make a sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, they said, For he is good, his mercy endures forever. That the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord filled the house. The glory became so thick in the temple, they could not minister in the temple anymore. In some translations, it says they could not stand to minister. They fell down on the ground because the glory was so thick, it made them unable to stand. God's glory can affect your senses and your brain and your ability to think and even stand. I remember praying for a friend of mine in a parking lot after a conference a couple of years ago here in Phoenix. And I, she was wanted prayer. I was praying for her. And I was like, Lord, bring your glory, bring your presence. Next thing you know, she's on her knees in the parking lot, trying to stand up, almost falling over. Because God's glory came and hit her so hard, it almost took her down on her face. I have been in a lot of meetings where I've seen people just, bam, collapse under the power of God. That is what God's glory can do. And if you think it's not biblical, I just read to you the scriptures where it says the priests were unable to stand in the temple because of the glory. I, I have seen some amazing things happen when God's presence, when his glory manifests in a room. Uh, I've, I've told many of you this story before, but I'm, I'm going to share it again because it's just one of my favorite stories. Last year, I was teaching at the Southwest School of the Supernatural, and we were in Gilbert. Me and my friend Tom Schermitzler had been teaching all week. They had meetings in Prescott and Payson, Maricopa, I think, and Gilbert, and one in Phoenix. And we were going around, and Tom had an injured back. He had really severe back pain, radiated down the back of his leg. He had sciatic nerve pain. He'd had it all week. And the students had been praying for him, and he had received a lot of prayer that week, and he wasn't healed. So he came into the Friday meeting, and he still was in it, having intense back pain. So the first thing we do before we did our teaching, and we were teaching on healing, and I was teaching on the tools that God has given us for healing. So before we did the teaching, we did some worship. And the worship band is up there, and they're playing, and I could feel God's presence in the room. His glory came down. Everyone was getting wrecked in the glory. People were laughing and giggling, and we were resting in the glory. Tom was laying in the back of the church on the floor, trying to just relax the muscles in his back. So Tom gets up and runs, sprints to the front of the church, and is jumping up and down like a rabbit on steroids. Go God! Go God! Go God! Go God! And I was like, uh-oh, I'm guessing Tom got healed. <laughs> So Tom takes a microphone and goes, yes, I got healed. I have no back pain. He's twisting and bending and moving all around. Now, Tom got healed in the glory. God's presence came into the room, and he got healed. Nobody prayed for him. Nobody exercised authority. Nobody released power. Tom got healed in God's glory. And in the ambulance, I've seen that happen. I'm, I'm going to share a couple of dreams with you that I've had that speak about God's glory. I had a dream a few years ago where I was transporting a man in the ambulance who had severe crushing injuries. He looked like he'd been run over by a dump truck. 
And I put him in the ambulance and I transported him to the hospital and I didn't do any medical treatment on him. No splinting, no IVs, no EKG, nothing. Didn't do any treatment. I got him to the hospital, took him into the room, and the doctor examined him and said, did you do anything for him on the way here? And I said, no. And the doctor goes, well, there's nothing wrong with him. In the dream, I didn't do anything for him because I could sense God's presence in the ambulance and God's glory, his presence, completely healed all of this guy's crushing injuries. So that when I got him to the hospital, he had no injuries. That was a dream where God was teaching me about his glory, how his presence can heal, and I don't have to do anything. I don't, I don't have to pray. I don't have to command. I don't have to stand on the word of God. I don't have to do anything. When God's glory is there, his, his glory can heal anything. And so God was teaching me in that dream what his glory can do. Now, I have a, another dream I'd like to share with you, and this is, this is important. If you pray for people to be healed, and you ask yourself, well, what do I do if they're not healed? You know, I'm going to be embarrassed. I'm going to be scared because if I pray for them and they're not healed, maybe they're not going to believe in God. Maybe they're not going to believe God's power is real. I don't want to pray for people to be healed. I don't want them to be disappointed. Okay, so we go through all these different reasons in our mind where we may not want to pray for someone to be healed. So in this dream, I was praying for three people to be healed. And I was in, in a hospital. I was in the emergency department. I was praying for the, the ER doctor who had, I think, arthritis in his elbow. I prayed for a baby, and I don't remember what the baby had, and I prayed for a third person. Now, in this dream, I'm praying for them to be healed, but I'm also asking God to bring his glory, to bring his presence, and touch them. And in the dream, I knew that the main goal that God wanted to accomplish was not healing. It was allowing them to feel his presence. Getting them healed was secondary. Many of us have as our agenda, we want the person to be healed or we want ourselves to be healed. Many times God's agenda is, I want them to feel my presence. Don't worry about the healing. I want them to feel my presence. I want them to know I'm real. I want them to know that I care about them. I want to touch them with my presence. That's the main thing. Healing is secondary. So if you are a person who prays for people to be healed and you're worried, what are we going to do if they're not healed? Take consolation in the fact that healing isn't always the main objective. Sometimes introducing them to the God's presence is the main thing. Healing is secondary. So what I do is, when I pray for people to be healed, the first thing I say is, Lord, bring your glory, bring your presence. It's the first thing I do. I just say, Lord, bring your presence, bring your glory. And many times I will just say, Lord, bring your glory, bring your presence. And I will continue asking him to bring his presence until I feel his glory. When I start to sway... <laughs> A little bit. When I feel a little giddy, a little bit lightheaded, then I know, okay, God's glory is here. I'm feeling it. They're probably feeling it too. And then I go into power and authority. Because, you know, look, if you can get somebody healed simply by asking God to bring his glory, 
and you don't have to exercise authority, you don't have to release power, you don't have to do emotional healing, you don't have to kick out any demons. The whole process is a lot easier if you can just ask God to bring His glory and His glory might actually heal them. So that is why I do that first. And when you watch me pray, if you see me pray for people, you'll always hear me say, Lord, bring your glory, bring your presence. And Denise will look at me and like, okay, I got to make sure I can stand. Because sometimes, sometimes the weight of his glory will push her down and she'll start, her knees will start to get weak and she'll have a hard time standing. Um, it's like, it's like a double-edged sword. It's like, she knows it's coming. If she hears me say, God, bring your glory. She's like, okay, I better sit down or get ready to, because it's going to hit in a minute. I don't want to end up on the floor. I'd like to just give you one more scripture reference real quick. And this is John 17. Now in John 17, it's actually Denise's favorite chapter in the Bible. It is the prayer where Jesus is praying to the Father. And he is communicating with the Father about oneness, about how he is one with the Father. And how his prayer is that we would be one with each other and one with God. So it's the prayer of oneness in John 17. In verse 22 and 23, this is what Jesus says. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one as we are one. I in them, you in me, that they may be made perfect in one. And that the world may know that you sent me and that I have loved them as you have loved me. So Jesus is talking to the Father and is saying, my prayer is that they would be one the way we are one, and that they would know you love them the way you love me. So God the Father loves you the exact same way he loves the Son. Did you know that? Did you know that God the Father loves you in the same way he loves his son Jesus. If you did not know that, you know it now. And part of the way that, that God wants you to know that is that you would understand that God has given you his glory. Jesus said, the glory which you gave to me, I give to them. So we have the glory of God because Jesus said, you... Father, you gave me your glory, and I'm giving it to them. So not only do we have the Holy Spirit, right? Jesus said, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you will be endued with power from on high. We also have God's glory. We're carriers of God's glory. So what I'm doing when I'm praying for people to feel God's glory, to feel his presence is, it's, I haven't actually understood if we release God's glory or if he brings his glory from out there in heaven. I'm not exactly sure how it works. He hasn't shown me a diagram on a little whiteboard about what that looks like. But the point is, whether we're releasing power or whether we're releasing God's glory or whether God is bringing his glory into the room, God's glory, his presence, is very powerful. It can change people's lives. And that was the point of that one dream. God wanted me to understand, look, sometimes all I want them to do is feel my glory, is feel my presence. God's glory, I see it sort of as another tool for healing. We have a lot of tools. Now, 
Me and my friends have gotten together from time to time over the years, and we have glory parties. Some of my friends and I, when I was living in Washington, we would do that pretty regularly. We'd get together, eat, drink, have a good time. But we would have these glory parties where we would, people would have instruments. Todd would bring his, a drum, a few people would bring guitars, and we'd start playing. And we would do a little bit of worship, and pretty soon the glory was in the house. And when the glory would come strong, and when God's glory comes heavy and strong, some people start to laugh and giggle and act as if they're drunk. Okay, some people stagger and stumble around. Some people collapse and pass out. Um, glory parties can be very interesting. Michael King, I remember many oftentimes in the glory, Michael would pray for people, and gold dust would manifest on their hands. Manifestations of God's presence, gold dust. When you have these glory parties, some very strange things can happen. <laughs> People's hands will flow with oil. They'll have gold dust on their hands. The manifestations of God's glory can be very, very interesting. Some people are so addicted to the joy that they feel in God's presence. They go from conference to conference, from house to house, from party to party, hanging out in God's glory because they love the feeling, they love the joy, they love the euphoria, they love the manifestations of God's glory. It's, to me, it's a bit sad to know that there are people out there in the world who have never actually felt at all the manifestation of God's presence. Because I have friends who go to these glory parties and go to these churches and conferences where the glory is there, and that's, they just go from one to the next, going from one high to the next high. Going, it's like going from one tavern to the next tavern. You know, you get drunk one night, and I want to go out and get drunk again. I'm going to get drunk the next night. Well, they go from conference to conference, from house party to house party, from church to church, looking for the next glory party. There are people who are just they're addicted to the glory. And if you want to be one of those people, you can be one of those people. I don't know that it's the right lifestyle. It is, it's fun for a while, but for me... I have a little bit of, a bit of a different bent. I have a lot of stuff I want to get done. I want to write books. I want to do you know videos and teaching. So I, I find God's glory, his presence, to be very interesting. And, and, and I like it when I'm in the, the glory. Uh, it refreshes my soul. It takes away some of the tension and the nervousness and all that stuff. It does make me feel refreshed when I'm in God's glory. But I'm not the kind of person who would do that day after day, week after week for years. Eventually, you have to get around to doing some other things. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but um, some people kind of make it the main thing in their life, and I don't know if that's necessarily healthy. Here is where we're going to try something. This is an experiment. If you are listening to this in a place where you're driving, working, or you can't relax, where you're on the go and you're busy, what I want you to do is put this on replay when it's when this is all over. I want you to replay this part when you have a chance to go someplace quiet where you can sit and be still. If you can if you're in a place where you can sit and be still right now for about 10 minutes, then let's do that. I'm going to play some music. And I'm going to ask God to bring his presence, his glory, to touch you. And I'm going to believe that you're going to feel something that you have never felt before 
or if you have felt God's glory, that you'll feel that familiar presence. So that's, for the next 10 minutes, that's what we're going to do. I don't know if Del Hungerford is watching. I don't think she is on Facebook. Del is a friend of mine. She's a musician. And she has some pretty good music that she composes. She is a, a teacher of music. And she has music that is tuned to a certain frequency. And many people have shared testimonies of being healed listening to her music because of the frequency of the music. Because it brings God's glory. It's one of the things it does. So, for the next 10 minutes or so, I'm going to play some of Dell's music. Hopefully you can hear it. And I'm going to ask God to bring his glory, and I just want you to relax. Just chill. Just relax. You don't have to do anything. This is the song I Am by Del Hungerford. All right, Lord, bring your glory. Lord, bring your presence and touch the people that are listening and watching. Lord, bring your glory. Bring your healing presence to anyone who needs healing. Let your glory rest upon them, Lord. Let your glory fill the room. Let them feel your presence. Bring your glory, bring your presence, bring healing to them, heal the wounds, heal their pain, heal their anxiety. If you feel emotions stirring up inside of you that are negative, feelings of anxiety, fear, shame, anger, confusion. All you need to do is ask Jesus to take that emotion from you and ask him to heal the wound in your soul. Lord, bring your glory Bring your presence.
presence. Bring your glory, Lord. Bring your presence.
take away the hurts and the souls of my friends. Lord, show them your goodness.
sickness infection, I command you to leave. Blind eyes, I command you to be healed. I command lungs to be healed. Lung tissue, I command you to be normal. All inflammation, I command you to go. Heart palpitations, I command you to go. Let the electrical conduction system of the heart be normal. All pathways normal. All aberrant pathways healed. Constriction in the lungs, I command you to go. Constriction in the bronchioles, I command you to leave. Let the air passageways be open. Plantar fasciitis, I command you to go. Let the tendons and the feet be healed.
inhibition I command you to go. All infection I command you to go. Irritable bowel syndrome I command you to leave. I command the intestines to be healed. Colon healed. Stomach healed. Esophagus healed. Bronchitis I command you to leave. All inflammation I command you to get out. Spirits of fear I command you to leave.
bring your presence.
Lord, bring your peace upon them. Let them feel your peace. Let all anxiety and fear be removed.
Sinus infection, I command you to leave. Blind eyes, I command you to be healed. I command lungs to be healed. Lung tissue, I command you to be normal. All inflammation, I command you to go. Heart palpitations, I command you to go. Let the electrical conduction system of the heart be normal. All pathways normal. All aberrant pathways heal. Constriction in the lungs, I command you to go. Constriction in the bronchioles, I command you to leave. Let the air passageways be open.
disinfection, I command you to leave. Blind eyes, I command you to be healed. I command lungs to be healed. Lung tissue, I command you to be normal. All inflammation, I command you to go. Heart palpitations, I command you to go. Let the electrical conduction system of the heart be normal. All pathways normal. All aberrant pathways healed. Constriction in the lungs, I command you to go. Constriction in the bronchioles, I command you to leave. Let the air passageways be open.
Lord, bring your glory. Bring your presence upon them. Let them feel your healing. Let them feel your goodness. glory lesson. I hope you're feeling better. I hope you're feeling God's peace and his joy. If you felt some healing, if you notice anything different, let me know. If you're on Periscope and you'd like to send me a message on Twitter, that'd be great. Uh, if you are on Facebook and you wanted to send me a direct message, that'd be cool too. Uh, that is going to be it for today. I love you all. You know you're amazing. You know that God loves you now. I hope he has touched you, and I hope that your day has been made a little bit better because of our time here. All right, I'm going to get out of here. Take care. Love you all. Catch you on the next broadcast. Thanks for dropping by. I hope you enjoyed today's message. You might consider sharing it with your friends. You can do that through the links provided below the video. If you have questions or comments, my email address is admin at prayingmedic.com. If you haven't visited my website, I have a lot of articles and videos there that you might want to check out. It's www.prayingmedic.com. 
You can also connect with me on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for dropping by, and I hope you'll consider subscribing to my channel.